Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting about how to stay in your feminine power. Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I will bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. Today's show is brought to you by my free five-day soup challenge. Uh, What it is, it starts January 15th and it runs through the 19th. And basically it's going to be five days in a row of enjoying soup recipes. Now, this is something that I've learned in Ayurveda and it's been basically a staple of my diet um, for the past couple winters is having soup every evening. And so it really helps kind of stoke those digestive and metabolism fires that we have. And by eating a little bit earlier, a little bit lighter, it really does help us kind of hone into um, basically getting into bed in time. Um, I usually like to have my soups with a little bit of, I have morning rounds, if anyone's ever heard of those from Whole Foods, but they're like a little bit of a, um, a muesli. It's basically a bread form of muesli and have that with my soup. And it's one of my most delightful things of my day is enjoying a nice bowl of warm soup. So I wanted to invite you guys in on this journey because I know some people are not crazy about soup. Um, other people love it, but just forget that that that's an option. Like we can have soup in the evenings. So I wanted to invite you guys in on the journey. And I'm also going to be sharing a little bit more Ayurvedic tips. Um, every day I send out an email with the recipe, just so you guys can kind of get a better feel for Ayurveda and how this can play a role into your life. So that you can find over at andreaclawson.com slash podcast 121. And there'll be a link right in the show notes. So, um, that is my five day soup challenge. I'm super excited about it. Now on to today's show about feminine power. So basically that can mean something different to everyone, um, depending on, you know, past experiences, how you interpret feminine power, um, what that means to you. I know for myself, I really have not been fully in tune with my feminine power for gosh knows how long. I mean, probably 31 years. Um, It was really these last few years that I've been, you know, trying to tap into it a little bit more. Um, I've always been a tomboy myself. Like I played three sports in high school and in college. I'm used to kind of the push, 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 you know, grind it out mentality to reach your goals. Um, and I grew up with three brothers and a mom who definitely was lived more in the masculine. And so that is something that I have just been surrounded by. And, um, I guess that's, that's why I had to be a work in progress the last few years for myself. Um, and I know for me, I recently just posted a question, in um, a private Facebook group that I'm part of. And I asked them for strategies on how to receive more as that's what my angel cards were telling me in the morning to do. So, you know, by asking that question, basically I'm looking for a play-by-play of how do I do this? How do I, um, you know, tap into this feminine power? And um, ironically, the first person that answered, you know, was like, your answer actually was in the question. You know, stop looking for that play-by-play of how to do things, you know, and just turn inwards to just listen to yourself, just be. Um, I wanted to share a few ways that that really kind of hit me and was like, wow, that that is eye-opening that I've been really push, push, pushing instead of being like, no, how can I, you know, there is a time to push, but there's also a time to just kind of be and receive. And that was one of those ways is that feminine energy is more about receiving, you know, and I have... Um, I guess, probably trying to reclaim my feminine energy. And one of those tipping points for me was when I was pregnant with my son, 
it was like almost embarrassing to me. Like I didn't embrace the beauty of what the female body could do. Um, I just felt like I wasn't one of the guys anymore since that's pretty much how I grew up. Again, with the three brothers, I had a lot of male friends. I just was a weird situation. Um, you know, I tried to go to yoga to help myself become more kind of aligned and in tune with my body, but it just, I just felt odd, you know, about the entire pregnancy. So after that experience, I really wanted to tap into my feminine side. So, you know, if we do decide to have more kids, still up in the air on that one, but I didn't want to feel so disconnected from my body. And I just really wanted to start honing uh, my feminine power a little bit more. So I don't feel ashamed and I don't feel embarrassed about it because it's not, I mean, it should be something that is a strength and not seen as a weakness um, that I previously had been seeing it as. So some of the topics that, um, I guess some of the topics and some of the main things that I'm going to talk about today are some of the tools that I have tapped into and I wanted to share with you guys because I know there's not I'm not the only one who feels this way who maybe has been shying away from that feminine power and that female side of us um so first thing that I've actually been doing or learned um I've been doing Akashic record reading and um Katie Grieber is her name and she's amazing and so basically what that is it's readings of your past lives so I did a free reading with her when she first started and I was really intrigued by it loved um everything I was learning about myself. And so one of the things that she had told me during these past readings was I was mostly a male in past lives. Like, I mean, every time she would share with me a past life, like I pretty much was all male dominated. Um, now, if you don't believe in past lives, obviously this would be something that is not going to be um, ringing true for you or something you would do. But if you're more open to it or just kind of learning, I guess, what it's about and how it could play a role in your life, um, as I've shared this, a lot of people have become a little bit more intrigued by this. And so one of the things I found out was the one time that she shared with me that I was a female, I was a medicine woman. And that really struck me because the day I was going to get rid of this, um, it was called wise, wise woman weeds of weeds or something. And I was going to get throw away that book or just give it away. And, um, for whatever reason, something was calling me to keep it. And then that day I got on the call with her and she had told me that I was a powerful medicine woman in a past life. And I'm like, that's really, that's really ironic, you know, just because of the same day, all of these things are coming in alignment. And that's something that I think, you know, leaning into that feminine power, that wisdom inside of me knew that, hey, let's hold on to this. Maybe you're not ready for it now, but maybe in a few years, you're going to be coming back to this book and it's going to pro provide you a lot of knowledge. And so some of those things, you know, if we can tap into that, um, I've always been obsessed with like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, love her. Um, I'm obsessed with Lauren Goes Wilder, just kind of that pioneer times. Um, and so I feel like for me, there's something that's pulling me there. I don't know what it is yet, but that's something that I am open to discovering or learning more about. You probably also have something. I've had other clients who tell me that they're pulled to a certain time period, um, you know, that they just feel really called to. Like someone was a warrior, like she was really pulled to like the Spartans. And, you know, she was like, I'm pretty sure I was a Spartan in a past life. You know, we all have these things that are inside of us, but we sometimes are too afraid or embarrassed to share with people like, hey, do you have this pull to a certain time period or era or culture or religion, you know, and maybe looking into why, why would that be? And, you know, really tapping that into that is more in the feminine energy. So that could be one area that you could start kind of tapping into. Um, another thing that I did, I actually, I'm recording this before I have went to the Wise Woman of Winter Retreat with Sarah Jenks. Um, I'm going to do a full breakdown of my experience and what I've learned um, 
actually in a couple weeks. So my next solo show is going to be more about that. But me signing up for that retreat was huge. Like that was my, um, I guess that was my intuition telling me I need to go. I had no idea why. And um, it was after, same thing, back to that Akashic Record reading. But I had a call with Katie actually right after I signed up. And um, she had told me that, you know, you need to tap into more of your feminine energy still. And I had said, that's funny you said that I just signed up for this retreat because I feel, I felt called um, to sign up for it because Sarah Jenks is so in touch with her feminine side. Um, she is just like, to me, very earthy. And I really wanted to get to know how to be more like that, I guess, and how to let my feminine side out a little bit more expressingly um, like she does. And so that was one of the reasons that I wanted to sign up because I'm sure other women are probably similar to her or wanting that same thing, and that's why they would sign up as well. So that's why I was called to sign up and join that um, retreat, which, again, in a couple weeks I'll tell you more about. Um, the next thing that I really, really love, um, one of my friends, Kate McGee, had sent me to this, or told me to get this book by Rebecca Campbell, Rise, Sister, Rise. I cannot tell you how um, powerful that book was. For me, I have recently just finished it and I just read a passage a day in the morning and I really, really strived to um, wake up early enough to make sure I had time for my morning routine because I loved that book so much. You know, I would journal about the questions every day um, to make sure I got the full, the full experience of the book. And so for me, journaling and doing the work is actually a lot of it. So some of the books, I mean, we've all seen the books where they have questions and we don't actually answer the questions. So the book isn't quite as powerful as it could be. So I wanted to make sure this book, I really got the full effect from it. And so I journaled about it and I really, really love tapping into um, my creative side, my feminine side. And then I actually just signed up for her Rise Sister Rise monthly membership site because I wanted more of it. I wanted more Rebecca. I wanted to know more about some of these, um, you know, past, or not even necessarily past, but some meditations, how to tap into that feminine energy um, you know, archetypes and just stuff I'm not as familiar with. And so I wanted to know more and I strive to do that. So that was something that really has helped me tap into that feminine side is putting myself in those situations where I can be exposed to it more. So sometimes um, we can get intimidated by it and thinking, you know, we might not know as much as the next person and we might not. And that's okay. You know, that's who we can learn from. Those are our sisters who can help us rise into who we can become. Um, and that is my main, I guess, my main reasoning for joining that site as well. Another thing and another huge thing that has gotten me to tap into my feminine side is watching women who I admire change and grow in their careers and really see them tap into their feminine power. Um, you know, Lori Harder has been one of those mentors and people that I've really looked up to. Um, you know, and I've seen her just transition from the fitness side into the spiritual side and just seeing her kind of evolve. That has helped me see that, okay, it is possible for someone who maybe started out in the fitness world to express other sides of themselves. And it is okay. You know, before it was just kind of more the Jillian Michaels route, you know, you give them a workout and we're done. And that doesn't strike me and that doesn't serve me as I've gotten older and I've gotten more educated on Ayurveda and the spiritual realm. And I've opened up my spiritual side of myself more. Um, and this is something that I've actually been really in tune with probably my whole life. Um, I've always been going, I've been a church goer my whole life with my family. And it's something that I still do um, with my family, with my husband and my son. 
And I have always had that spiritual side to myself. I just don't, I didn't feel comfortable sharing it, I guess, before. And so watching Lori do that has really um, opened me up to saying, hey, you know what, it is okay to share that and it is okay to share other parts of yourself that aren't strictly fitness related. Um, and the other person is Sarah Jenks. So I will, again, we'll talk more about her and our retreat uh, in a couple weeks. And then the last couple things, I really love having a morning routine. Uh, that helps me slow down. It helps me learn to receive. I have a journal that I usually do. So it's a five-year um, mom journal, actually. And so it just has a question a day. And so then I just write down the answer for this year. And this is my first year doing the journal. So I can't wait to look back at it next year and just see the growth in myself and my son um, through the five years. And then along with that, I do, uh, you know, kind of those little daily passages or daily prompts to read. So right now I'm reading a book on yoga. And so I just read a yoga prompt every day. And then I read Rise, Sister, Rise, and I'll start a new book, which is actually going to be Rituals for Transformation. And that is um, Dragon Tree, I want to say, is the website that I got that book from. And so I'll be doing a passage on that every day. And so it's just little things like that. I'll do my angel cards. I might do a Gabby Bernstein card deck or Chris Carr card deck, you know, pick a card or you know, do three cards, just depending on what's calling to me that day, and then finish with a meditation. And that's kind of my morning routine. It's really my sacred time that I know I have to myself. And I'm up early um, as I train clients in the morning. And I love it. It's dark out. You know, sometimes it gets light as I'm sitting here doing my morning routines. Um, other times I just leave in the dark. But it's really nice just to see the peacefulness and the quietness of um, that early morning hour. Next up, cultivating more kapha energy. That has been huge for me. I've really devoted my entire December. Um, so that was my intention going into December was to cultivate more kapha. So one of the ways that I did that was doing homemade gifts. Um, I tapped into, you know, how could I be more giving? And doing, you know, those homemade gifts was something that struck me as um, something that I think I don't know if we always think about, but kaphas are givers. They are like the mother earth. They're the ones who you just want to hug. And so for me, tapping into a little bit more kapha energy meant to do a little bit more of the giving. And I didn't want to give just necessarily um, a, you know, a gift that I found at Target. Like I really wanted to put some thought and energy in it. And so I'd made a lot of homemade gifts for the holidays. Um, along with that, like coloring. I love to color. And so um, slowing down and just grabbing a coloring book, like I actually have been coloring in some of my old coloring books um, and just with my son. So he'll get out his coloring book. I'll just color next to him. And it just calms you down, uh, reading, and then just relaxing more. You know, taking time to say, hey, you know what? It is okay to watch a couple hours of TV. Like <laughs> the end of the world is not going to happen. Like you can sit and you can enjoy a Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, you could enjoy a, what else? Um, this is us. That's a show my husband and I like to watch, you know, like it's okay to sit fuller house. Um, it's okay to watch those things and, um, actually enjoy it because that is time that you're spending just kind of being, and that's what the kapha energy is. It's just kind of the being rather than the pushing it's focused on, um, or it needs to focus on receiving to kind of stay in balance. And so that's what I really wanted to work on. Um, which I think I actually did a pretty good job of cultivating my kapha and trying to find that balance. And then finally, to kind of tap into that feminine energy, I tapped into my yoga practice. Um, yoga just, for me, makes me feel more aligned with, um, you know, my female energy. Like that is my, um, 
that's my me time. Like that is my time to get out of my body and it's just out of my head and into my body. Um, and that is, I did it a couple times a week, two or three times a week sometimes, and I loved it. And so that's something that I want to really bring into my 2018 is just more yoga and making time for that. So those are some of the ways that I, you know, really tapped into that fem feminine energy and I've been working on it the last couple of years. So um, kind of recapping the Akashic record reading was something that I did, you know, signing up for the wise woman of winter retreat. And that doesn't mean you have to sign up. Obviously that retreats already happened, but signing up for a retreat that maybe you're looking at like, wow, I really want to be around some more um, female energy and looking at what retreats are out there. Um, Rebecca Campbell huge, huge person to follow if you're looking to tap into that. So Rise, Sister, Rise was the book. Um, watching women that you admire, seeing their transformations, having a morning routine that you actually enjoy doing, and then cultivating some kapha energy. So that receiving, that slowing down and being okay with it. And then yoga. So my weekly challenge to you is think of one way that you can cultivate your feminine energy. So maybe it's one of those things that I shared today. Maybe it's something else that you have. Um, you know, let me know over on Instagram at Andrea Clausen 21, what that would be, um, or just leave a message underneath the, cause I always have my show notes or like a blog. And so you can always comment under those, um, at andreaclassen.com slash podcast 121. Um, I can't believe I'm already at 121. That's crazy. But, but anyways, um, that's what I have for you guys today. Like, I really hope that this is something that, um, you're interested in, intrigued by, cause this is the direction I'm kind of moving into is tapping into that female side and that Ayurveda and showing you guys how to find, you know, kind of your balance in your life, because I think everyone's balance is different. But I think that there is a balance um, that we feel more in tune with. And it's going to adjust, it's going to change probably each month throughout the year. Like that's how often things um, shift in our lives. So um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I'll be back in a couple weeks to chat about the wise women of winter. Um, but without further ado, I give to you guys a wonderful, peaceful, powerful week, and then go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.